It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Kevin Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. It might look, be a little bit echoey. It is like. echoey. Why? Did you do it on purpose? Well, it's my new office, isn't it? And I just feel that... How do you get rid of an echo? Do we need a rug in here? Dunno. Why why do you still call it Barry's office? Do I? You went yeah, we'll do it in Baz's office. It's because it's always been his office, isn't it? I think even however long I'm here, it's always gonna be Baz's office. Do you know what I mean? Well ap- apologies if you are struggling with the echo, but there's Really? Been... Are you really gonna struggle with the echo? I don't know, we'll see. Um Been busy today, haven't you? Mate, you are so painful. Phone this morning, can we do a bit, can we do a bit? I said, look, we'll do it next week for Leeds. No, man, she's get, get half hour, get half hour. So I thought, yeah, look, later on, I've got meetings all day. Pick up the phone, three missed calls. Ed, just tell me he's five okay, Ed. Then you phone me and I go, sorry, mate, I've been in meetings all day. Where are you? I'm outside. I mean, to be honest, you should actually, like, I, I was, in, I was in, within my rights to, just phone the old Bill and say there's a geezer here. He's, he, I don't know, I can't get rid of him. He's sitting outside my office and he refuses to go away until he gets 30 minutes with me. You've got to appreciate the hustle though. I do appreciate the hustle and actually that's why I'm, I've actually said go on and hurry up and do it. So you're here, you've got your meat for 30 minutes, let me have it. Let's roll. Right, um, next week, huge card. Yes. Actually, a lot of people that usually slag your shows off for excited about this card. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you about boxing fans is, yes, they give me a lot of stick, but when it's good, they say it's good. If you don't say Leeds is good, you're a liar, because that card next weekend is the absolute nuts. Live on the zone, 20,000 people at Headingley, the rematch of Warrington against Lara, Katie Taylor for the undisputed lightweight titles against Jennifer Han, mandatory, former world champion, Connor Ben against Adrian Granados, Strafon against Maxi Hughes, 
Ebony Bridges, Hopi Price against Hussein in a really good fight, Jack Bates and others as well. Brilliant, brilliant card next Saturday. Is this harsh to call this a potential career ender if he doesn't win for Warrington? Is that it's harsh? Always, it's always harsh to say that going into a fight, but I think I tweeted the other day saying something like, let's be honest, it's absolute must win, isn't it? I mean, in defeat, you know, they could have a brutal 12 round war that's a fight of the year contender, that's a split decision. I'm sure Josh would fight again. But, you know, if he, if he got beaten in the same way as last time, that would be a, a, a very harsh defeat. This is the kind of fight that I love because everything's on the line. Everything. I mean, you're going to be literally biting your fingernails for the whole fight. Because you know with Josh Warrington, <laughs> Josh is going to have to box to instructions and he's going to have to be the, the perfect fight for Josh. But he always trades up. He's got fast hands. He's extremely excited. And it's going to be, it's going to be a brilliant fight. A brilliant fight. But I'm 100% behind Josh and I believe he's going to do the business. And I believe it'll go down as a great win. And uh, I think he's got massive bollocks, to be quite frankly. To be quite frank, for going straight back in. And I think he should also be applauded for that. Because I said to him, Steve Wood said to him, look, could just have, you know, could have a 10 rounder and then we could look at the Lara fight after that. I have to win this fight. I have to win this fight. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it is must win. Absolute must win. Mm. I, I agree with that. The, the pressure, of, especially in front of his home fans, the crowds are back. Jesus yeah. Christ. Fair that's but, but that's what makes it a great fight. That's what makes it such a big event. That's what makes it so exciting. We care, he cares, it's everything's on the line. Mm. So, yeah, very nervous about that fight because I want him to win so bad. Very interesting fight on the card between Maxi Hughes Great fight, yeah. and Strathon because we saw obviously what Strathon did to James Tennyson, absolutely blitzed him in, in one round. Maxi Hughes, very underrated. Cinderella story. Yeah, really. on a bit of a purple patch at the moment, so can he continue? Purple patch? Yeah. That's a term, mate. Purple patch is a bad patch. No, it's not. Is it not? No. Oh dear. Anyway, sure? yes. If he's having a purple patch, it means he's, he's having a good really? spell. Yes. Hmm, I look like a bit of a knobhead, didn't I? Well, I could do by the time this goes out. I don't know, but I'm pretty certain I'm <laughs> Okay, right yeah. Come to think of it, I think you're right. So, yeah, just in case, yeah, he's having a bit of a purple patch at the moment. Um, so, I think when you talk about Strathon, and, and there's a feature we did on Matchroom Boxing YouTube, you can subscribe, actually, if you're watching this. Um, where Maxi Hughes says, I think Tennyson had a bit of an off night that night. Um, Fair we, comment. Yeah, we yeah. don't know how good, like Lara certainly came with more credentials than Strathon. But again, Lara, Warrington was a huge favorite in that fight, that first fight. So was Tennyson. And he just traded up, he got careless and reckless and he got hurt and he never recovered. Strathon can punch very hard and he's full of confidence. But Maxi Hughes is on a purple patch. <laughs> He's, he's on a purple patch. He's so purple. Um, he's on a great run. Great run. He's full of confidence. IBO title on the line. Um, and a chance to get a small piece of that £135 division. Um, he sold a load of tickets. It's a great fight. Another 50-50 another fight. Conor Ben, obviously, mm. after the, the drama and the trauma of missing out on the first yeah. week of fight camp, uh, does finally have his fight with Granados, and I suppose with Conor, he'll be just 
chomping at the bit. That is a term. Yeah, chomping, oh, at, the bit. chomping at the bit. Yeah, it's just not to get in there and do a job on Granados. He is, and it was so frustrating. I mean, July 31st, five weeks it'll be by the time he gets in the ring, and it went so quickly because I remember him calling me after he tested positive, saying, "I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine." Luckily for Connor, he literally had two days where he wasn't 100%. He was able to recover quickly. Tony just took his time, as did Connor, did the sparring, did the rounds, and when he returned to crushing it in the gym, um, they knew that September 4th was the date, and it's gonna be a really good fight. Granados is very tough, he's coming to win, and Connor's looking fantastic in the gym, just tapering down now, and uh, looking forward to getting up to the lead. It's a great, fight camp was great, 250 people, but to see Connor fight in front of 20,000 people, that's what he's all about, and I think you're going to get a great performance. I would assume if he comes through Granados that his next opponent is of a similar level to the Formellas, the no, no, I mean Samuel Vargas is for me. Granados is a step up yeah. from Formella and from Vargas, but Vargas was a step up from Formella, and he iced Vargas in a round. So everything is dependent on your performance in that specific fight. So if he beats Granados comfortably, we've got to be looking at, I don't know, I mean, uh, for me, I love the Adrian Broner fight. And I've, I've Difficult spoke, to make that though? I don't, I think it's a massive fight. You know, I've spoken to Louis de Cubis at PBC. I've talked numbers with him, it weren't enough for him, but we'll keep going. Connor Ben against Adrian Broner, you know, whether that's December, whether that's early next year, these are the kind of fights, but just listen now. Keep your eyes focused. Don't, and Connor's good at this, don't let people blow smoke up your ass and like, you'll, you'll, you'll get beat. And Connor's focused on Granados. This is all that matters next week in Leeds. Do a job on Granados. Then we'll start talking about what's next. But you know, the future is, is amazing for Connor. And he's a, people, people love him. People love to watch him. He's very exciting. And he's a good, good young man. You know, he's a great father, he's a great husband, and he lives boxing. Lives boxing. And he's a winner. Katie Taylor. Yes. What's the, what's the next well, at the big moment, fight for her? Obviously, she's got a job to do. Yeah, she's got to go then. through and box off a couple of mandatories, of which Jennifer Hanny's won. Yes. IBF mandatory, former world champion, good fighter. I want, you know, I mean, the Serrano fight is still the fight. It's the She's fighting fight. this week. She fights on the Jake Paul card, yeah. yes. And that's the fight. You know, we're talking to uh, Lou Bella, we're talking to Madison Square Garden. I think that's the biggest fight in women's boxing. And, you know, we've had our backs and forwards, but spoke to Lou and I think everyone feels that as long as the deal's right, that fight can happen. And I'd love to make that happen. Um, again, beat Jennifer Han possibly run out in December, and then I'll see sort of March, April time at, at Madison Square Garden, Taylor against Serrano. Okay, moving on from next week, it's gonna be double lively, mm -hmm. as Johnny Fisher would say in Leeds next week, but you've just announced the AJ Usyk. 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 Yeah. That's normally sad, All right. Usyk undercard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lawrence O'Coley defending his uh, world title, Florian Marco against Prodan, Campbell Hatton on the bill, and Callum Smith's yeah. 
light heavyweight debut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good card in Castillo. Yeah, Lawrence has to fight, you know, won that vacant title, has a mandatory with the WBO, which is Prasevich, I think he's 20 odd or no, unbeaten. Um, Callum Smith back at 175 pounds, can't wait to see him back uh, in that weight class, training with Buddy McGirt over there in America. Um, Castillo's a good fighter, just come off a good win, gave Bivo a decent fight over 12 rounds. It's a, it's a tough fight to move, in, to move into 175 pounds against. Marku Prodan's an absolute banger. Obviously, we lost that from Fight Camp. It's a big fight on the Week Two card. Uh, now goes uh, Tottenham, uh, Campbell Hatton, and another two fights I think still to be announced. Um, so yeah, um, AJ will be probably around 10 p.m. ring walk, so it'll be reasonably early. And I believe the broadcast will start at 7 p.m. So you got what, five fights, and then Anthony Joshua. I'm assuming the pay-per-view price will be 19.95. Or not, twenty four ninety nine. That'll be this. But as you know, uh, what price was billed? I can't actually remember. Twenty four pound ninety five. Yeah. So that's we're assuming to be all right. Twenty four yeah. ninety nine. Yeah. Do you know what I was thinking about pay per view price? You know, pay per view price in America when it's like seventy eighty dollars. And considering we had Pacquiao and Ugas the other day, mm. and just on normal Sky Sports, which is good. Um, I don't think you're getting stick really, but anyway. Well, I don't really do pay per view anymore, do I? No. AJ, isn't it? I feel that, you know, with our move to design, obviously we're not under the pressure to do those pay per view nights where people give me untold stick for. So, which is, that's quite nice. Pay per view will always exist for the right fights. AJ is a standout pay per view star. You know, that's, that fight's going to do over a million buyers. It's a massive fight. Um, but it is nice to do a show like Leeds. You know, or other other fights that we've got planned, particularly for November and December, which would be pay-per-view nights on Sky, and you won't have to pay pay-per-view prices. They'll be part of your subscription, so it's it's quite a refreshing change to the format. But I will never say, oh, pay-per-view's dead, because it's not. There will be fights like Usyk Joshua that is, of course, a pay-per-view attraction. You think this clears a million buyers? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So did Joshua Ruiz too. So did obviously Joshua Klitschko. So did Joshua Parker. You know, Povetkin nearly. Pulev not far off. This is a much bigger fight than Povetkin and Pulev. This is, I mean, we saw it from the ticket demo. Insane. It's a massive fight. So, yeah. Um, intriguing, obviously, that having kind of piped ways with Sky, you know, obviously working back with Sky for mm. this fight, but. I'm assuming everyone's just professional and gets on with it. Yeah, I was with, I was at the um, uh, promo the other day. Saw Mr. Smith. Good to catch up with those guys. They got there's no there's no beef. As the, you know, you you'll probably title this video earn beef with Sky. <laughs> Don't do that. Though. But you know, we we work with Sky across many of our sports, so we have a very strong relationship with them. It was just the deal that was right for what I felt was right for the sport and our business and our fighters and fans. So, and it's been great so far. Obviously, we just, we've only done fight camp, but production, the energy, great. And now we move into an incredible show in Leeds, incredible show in Liverpool. And you're gonna love what's coming in November and December as well. So I think it's gonna be great value for fight fans. Um, when is the price increase expected to happen with design? Um, a question for them. Um, I'm sure there'll be an announcement in due course. Of course, it is expected. Um, and yeah, that'll be announced in due course. I've told you before, 
I don't own Design. I'm not a spokesman for Design. I know I'm aware of the price point, which I think is fantastic for flight fans, and I'm sure they'll be an announcement in due course. Will it be after Leeds though? Uh, Question for yeah. them. Question for Mr. Markowski. Exactly. Okay. Um, did you watch Manny Pacquiao? No, you know what I've done? I, I went to bed and I was going to tweet just before I went to bed, who gas is going to win? And I was really convinced that just over the last two or three days, I thought, I don't know, just think who gas will win this on points. And then I woke up and who gas won on points and I didn't tweet it. Um, it, was, um, it wasn't sad to see, but it was obviously. When you think what a legend Manny Pacquiao is, I mean, was an eight division world champion from mini flyweight, coming up to over 150 pounds at times. Um, just, he's just not the same fighter. And in a way, I'm glad that he didn't fight Errol Spence because I think he might have got hurt in that fight or stopped in that fight. Because Errol was a bit um, more brutal than Ugas. Also, very difficult with a week to go, switching up from Errol Spence to Ugas. You know, Errol Spence is Southpaw. Ugas, Orthodox, and I know it's easier to switch that way if, you're, if you've got a replacement, but still, like, tough to do. But I think he probably felt, look, I've done camp, this is probably my last fight, so I think that would be his lot. Great guy. Has he made some comments that he may rematch him? Yeah, maybe. I'd, I'd not, I wouldn't like to see it. You could tell he's not the fighter he once was. It's just, but some of his best wins have been during this era where he's not the fire he was. I mean, a Keith Furman win will go down and should go down as a great victory because he's not, even in that fight, he wasn't in his prime. But it's just probably one fight too many. And obviously the delay as well. You know, with older fighters being out of the ring for two years, a year and a half, it's tough on them. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hmm. Um, you met up with Amir Khan. Yes, Recently, we saw a picture that went on social media. Um, any revealings from this conversation? No, I think I've said it before in an interview. You know, they're basically just going around trying to get as much money as they can from everyone, and then they'll make a decision on what to do. Um, for me, I want to do Amir Khan against Conor Ben. That's what I want to do. I think it's a, I think it's a tremendous fight. What did he say when you when you talk about that fight? Um, I don't know, probably a little bit take it. Like, I think, I think, in, they never really, you know, the idea of the Kell Brook fight for Amir a couple of years ago wasn't as appealing, but I think now it's like, they're both kind of just, not agreed, but it's just fact, isn't it? They just want one more fight and just want to make as much money as they can and then retire. Whereas you've got guys like Connor that, of course, want money, but they also want to go in and face the best. And these kids are dangerous. You know, Conor Ben, Virgil Ortiz, Jerron Ennis, you know, these young worldweights. These are these are dangerous guys. And I think I think it's a fight that just suits Kel and Amir now. 
whereas it never really suited both people. So um, yeah, I mean, I've made, you know, I'll say that it's not the fight it once was, but it's still a fight that some people would like to see, and if it's available at the right price, we'd, we'd look at it. Okay. Do you see that fight, whether it's on kind of your affiliated platform or wherever, do you see it still happening this year? Uh, it's, that's the question for them. I mean, I don't, neither of them are in shape at the moment, and we're coming up to September. I mean, neither of them are in proper shape. So it could happen in December, I suppose. But I, I think when it comes down to it, I would expect it probably to happen in January or February. I think that would be a better time for the guys. But, you know, maybe they want their money. Have you met with Kel Brooks since you no, saw him? No, no, I've spoken to his dad and met Kel here. So I've had a few words with him, but no. Okay. Um, Got your notes there? Got your no, just yeah, a few notes, yeah. Um, Canelo yes. and Plant, mm -hmm. obviously we saw kind of a semi-announcement yeah. of a fight, but obviously no broadcaster attack, mm -hmm. so where's your standing in with this? Um, just working with Canelo Promotions, so um, the deal was done with Eddie Reynoso and uh, Al Heyman for the fight to take place on PBC, um, I'm working with Canelo Promotions, I'm not involved in the promotion of the fight, I'm not a co-promoter in the fight uh, I'm just working on the Canelo team so I think if I was maybe the deal wouldn't have got done because you know I'm not probably not flavour of the month with certain people and I let them get on with it it was the fight Canelo needs it was the fight that they wanted Eddie Reynoso done a great job I'm very honoured to be just a part of that process I've promoted his last three fights. I won't be promoting this show, but I'm on the team and hopefully be diving around in the ring when he becomes undisputed champion, taking all the credit. So, so when you when you say you're not kind of involved as such, mm. what like what are you doing then? Like, I'll be involved in the Canelo side. I'll be representing him and Eddie. You know, whether that's across the media, whether that's in the promotion and work for Canelo Promotions, who are the. Uh, um, co-promoter of the event and I'll be there to make sure that everything's in order and that he goes and does the business. Low key on this one. There's no way that fight week passes where you're going to be low key. Oh no, I, you know, I, I want, I'm there to help them look after, I look after, I want to see him win and you know he made that clear that I was on the team. It's an honour, not sounding cheesy but it is an honour working with Canelo and Eddie Reynoso and I think that I don't think oh there's a good chance the fight might not have got made if I was leading those negotiations quite frankly that's being really honest so therefore they've done it in the right way you know I, I doubt Al Heyman wanted to negotiate with me so he negotiated with Eddie Reynoso Eddie done a brilliant job they've got the fight that's the most important thing to them we take this fight, we win this fight, and then we move on. Okay. Will you have any interest in watching Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley this week? No, but I will wake up and be, not excited to check, but I will be, yeah, I, I wanna know what happens in that fight. I read some comments. I wouldn't sit up, is it Sunday? Sunday, yeah. What time is it? It's in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, but maybe so. it might be a bit earlier, I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't, I, I definitely wouldn't watch that fight at 3 or 4 o'clock Monday morning. 
but I would definitely wake up and go, oh, I wonder who won that fight last night. Oh, yeah. And then I'd, you'd see the knockout, wouldn't you? And just watch it. So, I saw some comments that you made about this whole kind of... Oh, oh. Yeah, but it's unbelievable. I say something in an interview and people make stories out of it. Hearn walks away from YouTube boxing. I said, no, I just said, I wouldn't really do it. I wouldn't do it. I don't really, didn't really, it was a bit cringe. That's what I said. It fucking was. It was, a, it was an amazing event. It was a great experience, but I couldn't do that all the time. Not I, all the time, but. I don't, I think, like, unless we say, and I'm not one, I'm not standing up and saying, oh, YouTube boxing, we've got to stop it. I don't mind Jake Paul against Tyron Woodley. I like Jake Paul, I think he's putting the work in. But if we don't focus on the boxing side, then this will become more of a normality every single week. So I'm gonna just stay on that side and work towards making great fights for the sport of boxing or trying to making great cards and that side. I don't say I will never ever promote a YouTube event again because I probably will and then you'll play this back. But I have no intention at the moment to be involved with a YouTube fight or particularly a Legends fight. You don't agree with that card? Which one? The one Triller are doing. You must, come on. I, slightly, you must have slight interest. I have in got no interest in watching that fight. Don't get me wrong, when you send me the clips in the morning or someone posts it, yeah, I would, you know, but I don't, it doesn't appeal to me. And I saw, I didn't see David Hayes' comments about my comments, because you trying to get a bit of beef game there. Dad. I didn't interview David Hayes. David Hay responds to Eddie Hearn's yeah. comment. What did he say? I don't actually know, I haven't seen it. Really? It was, uh, I haven't watched it before, but he's probably saying, blimey, he likes a few quid, I don't know, like, he's done one. But David Hay against Joe Fournier, I, I applauded it. I said it was, fuck, like, if Floyd and Logan was a bank job, this one is on another level. So well done, Dave, and well done, Joe, for getting your money. Just make sure you get it. But, yeah, I, it's just it's bizarre. Oscar, I don't like watching Oscar for the high fight now. He's a, he's a 50 year old man or whatever he is. He's, he was one of the greatest fighters of all time. I don't want to see him fight now. Because all it does is, basically means that they didn't look after their money right or make the right money when they fought. Because any fighter that made the right money don't want to go back and earn more, like do that. They don't. It's not the same for everyone though, is it? Some people might just still have a burning desire to... Mate, what? cut the bullshit. Do you think Oscar De La Hoya is doing it because he has a burning desire to get back in the ring? Come on. Do you, yeah, think, do you think Dave's fighting Joe Fournier because there's a burning desire to get back in the ring? Yeah, but they've got money, haven't they? No, but people want more money. Of course, of course. Sometimes you don't know the background of what people have done with their money. So, yeah, anyway, it's fine. It's not, it's not hurting anyone, is it? Um, well, maybe, but yeah, it's not. Give me, like, Jake Paul against Woodley, much better than Oscar De La Hoya against Vito Belfort and David Hayes. Like, Jake genuinely puts the work in. Tyrone Woodley is a, like, he's not long retired, is he, from the UFC? He's not a striker, but he's better than Ben Askren. He's still, he, uh, Jake Paul wins easy, but he's more competitive. Okay, um, October 30th. Any updates? Mm -hmm. Oh, Dillian. Yeah, Dillian. Working towards Dillian. I've got to call them after this, actually. 
Um, just trying to finalise an opponent, really. And then we're ready to go. Got the undercard, me pad. Can we have a look? I can make some noises to aggravate everyone. I don't think. Who's it out of the opponents? Can you give us a short list? Um, Chris Ariola. Okay. Um, Jermaine Franklin. So the names that have been mentioned yeah. prior. Charles Martin. Yeah. Um, a few others. Who could feature on that undercard? Could give us a little inkling. Chantel Cameron, yep. unifying the division. Felix Cash. Savage. Craig Richards. Rob Football. Mm, another one more big fight. O2? Yes. Oh, yes. Bring on the O2, Edward. We're back, baby. Um, a lot of people I spoke to. Another question. No, just people in general. A lot of, not to say a lot of people, but you don't, really, you don't really speak to a lot of people, do you? No, no, of course I don't. <coughs> um, believe that Usyk wins. Um, I'm sure a lot of people do. It's a very, very, very tough fight. So in terms of kind of going into fights before, you obviously nervous wreck, blah, blah, mm. blah, whenever AJ you make fights. Spoke to him the other day? I was with him on Sunday. He was, yeah. Spoke to him today. Good. Uh, but this one, I don't know, there's something... So, mate, it's two Olympic gold medalists. Mm. It's the unified heavyweight world champion against the undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world, who is on the pound for pound list. It's a proper fight. So, Am I nervous? Yeah, but I'm excited. Because I know how good AJ is, and I know these are the kind of fights that he can prove that he's the best heavyweight in the world. And he is the best heavyweight in the world. And that's why I believe he'll win the fight. I think it'll be tough, I think it'll be tricky, but I think, I believe he wins. But what a great fight. If you can't get up for nights like this, you should pack it in, mate. The heavyweight world championship at Tottenham Hotspur, that great club. No, the ground is quite I've got good. to say, the ground is unbelievable. Yeah. I went there for the first time on Sunday. Stunning, stunning ground. It'll be a night to remember. Have you, if you're planning kind of Joshua's immediate future, have you, what are you doing at the minute with this whole Fury stuff? Are you like, no, no talks, not speaking it's to anyone, not doing anything they, until after? They never wanted to talk about it in the first place, really. And, They've not wanted to talk about it since. Have you tried? No. Because... It's not... Why, why do I always have to do everything? So for the first fight, I pushed every day. I negotiated a deal. No one else did anything. I've done it all. Now it's like, well, have well, you been... Have you approached them? So they can reach out to us. But I don't... They've got enough on their plate. They've got a fight on October the 9th. I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, but you said this about the first time. What, that I was right about it? I just said the last time that fight won't happen and it didn't happen. No, the first fight you said you was convinced that it wouldn't happen. Yeah, alright, so I'm one from two. <laughs> I'm having a perfect patch.
But do you, right, if, if someone said to you, and you probably won't answer this because you're a pansy, right? But if someone said to you, are you 100% sure that Fury Wilder will happen on October night? What would you say? I'd say I was not. Be, be no, honest, be, right, be, you, I know you won't be honest. Yeah. Be a little bit honest. Because the first fight, which was meant to happen on July 24th, fell through, you have to say that. You wouldn't say 100%. No, okay, fair enough. But you could say that about literally anything, couldn't you? No. Really. Well, you can. Alright, okay. So, if I said to you, which fight is more likely to happen? Well, I think the fight does take place. Okay. And we'll, we'll have this discussion after. I generally think on the 9th this happens. Okay. You have doubts. Mm. Yeah, it's six weeks away, isn't it? Seven weeks. October 9th. Same, same night as your card in Liverpool. Correct. One's sold out, one's definitely won't. Okay. So, just finishing off what you're saying, basically it shouldn't be all left to you is what you're saying, yeah? It shouldn't be, but we're not interested in talking about that fight. Business to take care of, September 25th. Monster show, the whole world watching. An unbelievable fight between two great heavyweights. Let's see that unfold first. Should have got somewhere bigger though. Yeah, we could have gone to Wembley, but it's a great, great stadium. Great stadium. Mm. Could have sold 200,000 tickets. Easy. Really? 100%. 200,000? 200, there was 54,000 people in the queue trying to buy tickets online. Okay, well listen, I appreciate your time as always, Edward. I appreciate it. I feel you. like I've really worked for this interview today, did I know that? <laughs> to get to this point here, Mrs. Waiting outside the car. Is she? Yeah. It's 10 to 6 as well, I've got to go. Um, we will see you in Leeds. Look forward to it. Have you got any closing words? Um, yes, I have actually. Yeah. I would like to say, whatever you do, tune in for Fight Week and the show next Saturday in Leeds. I know you love great nights. And I know, to be fair to you, whatever you think of me, when I put a cracker on, you love it. And you're gonna love next Saturday in Leeds, live and exclusively on design. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.